Hello everyone, my name is Angelica Waters and I just wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself and explain the reason and purpose behind my podcast, Heal. This podcast will be dedicated to that person that is ready to accept their hurt, their pain, their illness, or mental health issue and turn that process of exception into a healing triumph. As a young black woman living in a world with so much pressure, I dealt with trauma that hindered my growth process until I came into the power of acceptance. And I call that my starting point to heal. Once I embarked in my journey of healing, I was able to reconnect with my true self, now stronger and wiser. I am ready to share my journey and allow others to share their healing journey by allowing my podcast to be a safe place. Healing is a journey and you shouldn't have to heal alone. If you are ready to take your life back, this podcast is just for you. Now let's heal. Peace and blessings, family, and welcome back to another episode of Heal with Angelica Waters podcast, where we discuss all things healing. And on today's episode, I have a guest joining me today, author, entrepreneur, and empowerment coach, Ashley LaFlavors. Ashley LaFlavors, I'm sorry, as we'll be discussing today's topic, You Are Not Your Past. Ashley, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I'm so honored that um, I was selected to be interviewed on your show. Um, I, I was very, very honored and love the topic that you chose for us to discuss on today. Um, just to share a little bit with the audience, um, I am an entrepreneur, empowerment coach, a mom and a wife. And I am glad to be here with Ms. Waters on her show and sharing the topic on today. Yes, 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 beloved. Thank you so much. I actually was going to ask you to let our audience know more about you, but you went ahead and told them anyway. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, let's get started on today's topic. You are not your past. A story from ratchet to righteous. Now, I have a quote here, and I love it. And I think this is a quote that everyone knows. And it states that your past mistakes are meant to guide you, not define you. Mm. And that leads me to my first question for you, Miss Ashley. Now, if you don't mind tell, telling us more about your journey from ratchet to righteous that's a good question one i love the quote you said um it's very true um yes. yes your past does not define you um so just to break down the breakdown of ratchet and righteous because a mm -hmm. lot of times we hear the word ratchet we think of like turn up party you know yes um, we hear it in you know celebrity worlds and things like that but when um god gave me the word ratchet ratchet is defined as a broken part of you a broken piece and so for me that was my story that was mm. my 
I had broken areas and I had wounds. And then righteous meaning being whole, wholeness being one with God. And so before um, I became whole, I was a woman that was broken. You know, I truly didn't know who I really was. Um, I walked in life with identities that people told me. So my past lifestyle was not this perfect empowerment person um, as a, in leadership. I, I was always that turn up friend that when we go out, I'm going to turn you up. I'm going to <laughs> I'm an empowerment in a different way now. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, in my past life, um, I started off jumping off the porch young. I'm just be honest. Um, between the ages of 13 on up, I was what you call a fast lane, fast girl. Um, pretty much wanted to live that fast life. I hung around older cousins, um, older friends, um, because I met older friends over time being in my neighborhoods and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was the only child. So um, my parents split at a very young age. So a lot of some of my childhood traumas triggered over into just teenage and just me turning into this rebellious teenager pretty mm-hmm. much. And um, I ended up finding my, my what I thought was my comfort in things of the world. Mm. Pretty much from um, drinking at a young age, smoking, um, dancing, exploiting my body in whatever way, you know, that I felt was um, giving me the validation. I didn't really feel pretty. Um, so I was bullied growing up. I didn't feel comfortable within my skin. Um, just all kind of stuff, all kind of barriers that was put on me. And I also allowed myself to follow in those footsteps, you know, my environment of people I was hanging around and allowing to be that influence in my life. I thought that was okay. And so up until from 13, I'll say to about 16, Mm -hmm. between the ages of 16 and 17, it was really rough. That's when I just started getting into whatever. I was like, well, girl, you you know how to dance. You you making, you know, you doing this. Why not yeah. make money for it? So I ended up taking my skills and just partying and dancing and going to teen parties at a young age and doing things like that to transitioning to going to dance in a strip club. Um, so I danced from the ages of 17 up until, and I wasn't even supposed to be dancing at that time because I was underage technically. Mm. So I was in the club doing things that I wasn't supposed to be doing at 17, um, experiencing a lot of things. Um, And then once I turned 18, I full-time was like, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to make me some money. I know I can dance. I know I'm, you know, this is what's working for me. Not knowing all of that was broken areas. Those were just me trying to pile up wounds and hurt that I was dealing with from running away from issues that I was having at home, daddy issues, insecurity, all of this stuff. And then just being led by trying to be in the in crowd, Mm. Um, you know, wanting to be liked and loved because I was not getting that in the way I should at home. And so that was my ratchet situation. Um, I didn't like, I didn't actually dance in the strip club that long because I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter. So the transition in the 360 for me came when I got pregnant with her. Mm. And when I got pregnant with her, I was a senior in high school, could have graduated high school. However, I skipped school so much um, and was failing that I said, I'm not going back to school. I can't go back. I'm already pregnant. You know, mm. I got to make money. I got to raise this child yeah so I decided not to go back to school out of pride and ego 
um, you know, and feeling ashamed. And I allowed myself to go to medical assistant school while being pregnant with her. That's how I got into the medical field. Okay. And um, that was the start of me cleaning myself up. Getting pregnant was um, one step of my life to clean me up. You know, I still wasn't all the way there. I still had some areas and some wounds that needed to be worked on. And um, it just took me through a journey. I landed my first job in home health care um, after having my daughter. So from 19 up into about 21, 22, mm-hmm. I did home health care. And I transitioned from home health care to working in clinics and still doing home health care to, to transition to becoming a business owner at the age of 25 into that same field. But not knowing that God was cleaning me up through the process mm. to where I truly was. And even then, I still didn't know myself. Yeah. You know, I was still trying to wash up and clear up wounds by my accomplishments. By, you know, oh, let me fix my life. Let me get myself in order. Yeah. But I still was broken. And so I didn't really find wholeness and find myself until once I got into entrepreneur mm. and actually became a wife. Yes. When I was wife and I got with my husband, that is when I started finding Ashley, my true identity. Mm-hmm. And not in what the world told me, but really finding who I was. Um, I deal with depression. I deal with anxiety. I still was battling with over, over drinking, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And so that was pretty much my story. And then I became whole. <laughs> when I got saved, 2017, I gave my life to Christ. That was the best decision I made. That was what changed me. I did not get saved at a church or anything. I actually found Christ on my sofa, drunk out of my mind. Um, And I came across a Sarah Jake sermon that was the start of me knowing that I needed to give my life to Christ then. I didn't grow up in church, never knew about it. Um, I actually didn't, didn't want to deal with church or anything at all because I always was felt I was condemned or talked about. So mm. I didn't but once I got in a relationship with the father, I realized none of that matters. Yeah. None of that matters when it comes to being whole and being fixed. So Oh my that, god. That's a piece of the pie. Lord. When I hear you, I just it's like I can relate. Not a hundred percent, but most of like where you started at, like not having that foundation at home, jumping off the porch. I was, I jumped off the porch <laughs> around the same age and was rebellious ever since. Well, not now, but um, yes. but was just rebellious and just not listening. Just wanted to do everything, anything I wanted to do. Um, dating older men. And just thinking that it was cool just to get money from them. It was just, I was just lost completely. And um, I definitely, definitely believe that God has a calling on everyone's life, you know. And you heard his voice. You heard him call you, you know, and you went his way. And I love that. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Now... With with this world just being how it is, it's being hard and it being it's being hard just to just be in this kind of world and then just being adapted to just the way of life and how it is. How did you maintain your righteousness in a corrupted world? 
I would say being rooted in him. Um, that's how I stay grounded. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's easy because, yeah. of course, um, one thing that I realized, uh, we have to die to ourselves daily. We truly have to die to ourselves daily. And when I say that, when it comes to um, conquering and wanting to become whole and mm-hmm. wanting to be who you know God has created you to be, yes. it in his word. And his word is what I live by. You know, I really am a, not just a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. Mm. God gives me a word. Um, for example, one of the words that got me to wake up, listening to a pastor, I rem- her sermon was, girl, get up. And when she said it, I, I, I heard God clearly saying, no, daughter, get up. Get yourself up. Get yourself together. You got this. I'm with you. It's time to now clean yourself up. You're no longer this version. You're no longer this ratchet girl. You're no longer this broken. So come to me, daughter, and let me clean you up. Mm. So knowing that and staying rooted still, even in his word, I just find that God's word never lies. I'm a true believer of if God said it in his word, it is so. You know, if God told me I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, I believe that, hey, he really, truly has plans to prosper me. If he tells me every day as a business owner to commit my work to him and nothing else, then I'm believing that, God, if you gave me this business and you gave me this vision, then I'm I'm leaning on you mm-hmm. to how to navigate through it. And so in this world, what I do is. I truly believe that I'm in the world, but not of the world. Yes. You know, and I truly stand firm with that because I go back to the to the work. Yeah, I go through challenges just like anybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not perfect. You know, um, I go through challenges. I go through obstacles, but I have to go back to the creator, the head and realize, OK, I'm going through this. I changed my mindset with a lot of things. Now when yes. things come my way, I don't think of it like, oh my God, this is terrible. I stop and say, Lord, what lesson is it that I need to learn in this moment that you're trying to teach me? So again, I lose Ashley and what's happening to Ashley and say, what is it that Ashley needs to learn? So the next is self-reflection. A lot of times in this world, it's not that people can't change, but mm-hmm. we're programmed to certain systems. We're programmed to to living a certain way, not realizing that we have to lose ourselves and losing what you're battling against. Like a lot of times we say the enemy is attacking me. The enemy is within. The enemy is the other version of you trying to compete with each other. And the other version of you, the ratchet side is trying to compete with the righteous side to say, hey, girl, come over here. And then the righteous side is like, well, no, we we holy and sanctified. We can't do that no more. But the other <laughs> side is like no I got a little bit you know and and when I say ratchet and righteous I'm still both you Mm. know I'm still both I still carry flaws I still have areas that I have to work on you know sometimes I have to catch myself and say you know Ashley you can't snap like this you know you can't bring out the ratchet side in this moment because you're in you're not in that environment you gotta lose so it's still things that you're gonna always work on and I think when you own that and accept it and know that I'm not perfect God don't want me to be perfect. And if he took me when I was ratchet and broken, why do I need to walk around for perfection? And like you say, the thing that's corrupting the world today is they're shooting for perfection. They're shooting mm. for righteousness. They're not shooting for his righteousness. I'm I'm looking for his righteousness. 
If I yeah. leave off this earth, no one's going to care about how much money I made and all this other stuff. They want to know is, okay, wow, her life glorified. I can see that I can see the light in her. Yeah. So people that know me from that dark side, they can see, hey, I seen her come into the light. And if she came into the light, I can come into the light too mm-hmm. with my same brokenness. Ooh. So that's how you, the, the number one key is prayer and, and, and yielding yourself to him. Yielding yourself to him. Is it easy? No, it's not. If you don't know how to yield yourself, you don't have to know the perfect words to say. You can go in there broken. It was times I would be drunk and I'm like, Lord, I don't want to keep picking up this alcohol to suppress my pain. Help me with this. Take this from me. And he will show you. Lord, Ashley, you going in deep already. I'm Lord, sorry. No, don't say sorry. I'm, Girl. I'm not trying to. It just, it just, it just flows, you know. I just, I'm really passionate about people understanding that they can be really who they are, even in their mess. They really can. I don't care if you still, I don't care if you still stripping on the pole. That don't mean God can't use you and snatch you out of that. He ain't sitting in there. Let me tell you something. It is plenty of God judges our heart, truly. So just because, just because you have wounds, don't mean that your heart is away from him. And I share that with people because we condemn people. You know, Mm -hmm. it's maybe people I don't hang with or do things that I used to do, but I don't condemn nor judge. I either pray or I still treat them to to limitations. Don't mean that I I look at them any different. I still love them, but now I have to love them with a different set of boundaries. I know how to position them. So we have to start learning how to position people. And we in the world, we're so condemning and so judgmental that we forget that, honey, I once been in that spot. Oh, I once had this 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 area. So we got to stop dropping people. Yes. And finding a way to say, how can I use what my pain is to pick this person up without judging them and saying, hey, sis, okay, I know you still dealing with this issue. What can I do to help? You know, that's all. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you really got That's me thinking. That's what being a vessel is. We're all vessels. We all we all are the body and images. We all have an anointing. A lot of times people say, well, this person is anointing. The pastor is anointing. No, we all have an anointing. Mm. But we all have to tap into what is my oil. I knew my oil always being, sorry to say it, empowering people. I didn't know that was going to be my gift and calling. But yes. now seeing God use me being Mr. Talk a lot back in the day that he's like, no, I can use your voice now, but I can use it for a different purpose. You, you see? So it all comes back to us. We just don't recognize it because we're programmed in a, we don't see it at that point. Yeah. We're blinded yeah. to it. I can truly mm. say I was blinded to it. You could have never told me I was, no, I, I was blinded. <laughs> my eyes was, I had a veil over my eyes. I didn't know that. Oh my goodness, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. I love it, Ashley. And if you all are enjoying this episode already, just as well as I am, please show your, show your, support (laughs) by donating today for more free and powerful informational content just like this more info to donate will be listed in today's show notes now let's get get back to today's episode you are not your past 
Ashley, Lord, you are going in deep. You really got me over here thinking like, wow. Like, because, you know, I, 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 I want to inspire people, but I also look back at, you know, some of the people or just people in general that's just not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And not being, and I'm not wanting to be judgmental, but just trying to figure out what it, what can I do to, to, to help them, how to, how to actually be a vessel. So I'm so glad that you even brought that up, because that that made me go back to myself. Like, you know, don't judge anybody, because I was, I was there. I was that person. Yep. I was just like that. I just stopped drinking and smoking and doing stuff like that, going out. I, I just stopped doing that three years ago. So what am I, you know, how can I judge anybody? You yeah. know, so I love that so much. Thank you so much. Now, how could one use their past to benefit their future self and not use it to hinder their future self? Well, one of my favorite things that I say, so in my book, um, from the pit to the palace, my ratchet to righteous. I always say, embrace your ratchetness mm-hmm. so that you fully walk into your righteousness. Holding yourself, it goes back to accountability. Mm-hmm. Owning that, okay, I did do those things. Mm-hmm. These things did happen to me. Um, we sometimes, and I've done it, um, play victim mm-hmm. to our past. One thing you have to do is one, forgive yourself. For whatever it is, um, you have to forgive yourself. And then two, anyone that has hurt you in the midst of all of that, you have to forgive them too. Even if you don't deal with the person, even if you never talk to them, but even if you do, you just have to forgive them. Hmm. And it takes a lot of, um, it takes a lot of moving the pride out of the way to really say, okay, you know what? In my past, I did do these things, you know? Yeah, I slept with men. You know, yes, I I, I probably um, did a few drugs. Yes, I probably, you know, but now that I noticed that I did those things, okay, I want to clean myself up. Mm. What do I need to do now to clean myself up, you know, to, to become a better version of who I see myself? You also have to set a vision for yourself. When I close my eyes and I meditate, I see a different girl. So I mm. hope that Ashley, this is not you. And one thing about it, even when I was in the, the lifestyle that I wasn't supposed to live, I never once was always comfortable. You mm. know, I knew on the inside of me, never knew that was the Holy Spirit tugging me. But yes. I intuition wise, it was certain things that I would get around that I just felt so uncomfortable about. You know, and I'm like, why do I feel so out of place, out of you know, it's because that was never it. Mm. You know, it was not who, and that wasn't the areas or the atmospheres that I was called to be in. And so it starts with holding yourself accountable. Yes. Saying, hey, you have this problem. Where do I fix it? Um, and then for me, it took, um, I ended up going to therapy. Mm. As well, so that helped. I, w- I will recommend if therapy is something you need, go to therapy yes. therapy don't mean you got no mental health issues don't <laughs> get crazy because a lot of people believe that they think that oh i gotta go see a therapist i'm cuckoo i'm crazy mm-hmm. no it just means that you need someone else to help you um to pull out those areas so that you can heal a lot of us don't want to 
We want to sit in the pain <laughs> versus pulling the pain out. Yes. But when you start pulling those thrones out of you and sitting in the pain, you start to become healed. And in order to become whole, you got to get healed. Yes. And you got to want to heal. Now, if you want to sit in pain, you're going to stay, you're going to stay in pain. It's the same thing with your atmosphere. If you want to stay in poverty, you're going to think poverty. You're going to stay yeah. around it. You know, if you believe that, hey, this is all what you speak is truly what you believe about yourself internally. So if you tell yourself, I'm ugly, I hate this, I hate that. Well, what do you think is going to happen? That's, that's what's going to happen around you. Like it's saying. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm. That is true. And people recall, that's why I say, when we read the word, we got to let that meditate. It ain't just there. You know, we we hear it so much. People re-quote it and they know it. They know it like, I mean, they know it's so perfect, but I'm like, yes. now activate it. Activate what it says. Activate what it yes. says. If you activate it, when God say, renew your mind daily, you got to renew your, you got to get up and truly renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? Getting yourself, you got to start asking yourself, what is distracting me? I realized for me, what was my triggers, my deficits, my, what gets me off? You know, why is it when I'm in this environment, this trigger me? What's, what's distracting me? You got to start thinking about those things. You know, I notice even a lot of things I tell people with health, you know, um, when I change my diet and what I eat. A lot of times we think we got some big issues and a lot of times it's just, no, you need to rest. <laughs> you need to get off certain sugars. No. <laughs> Seriously. There you go. No, it's, it's taking over you, you know, mm -hmm. and you will see the change. You know, I realize, don't get me wrong. I still do have times where I celebrate and may have me a drink. But now when I go to a drink, it's within the limitations. I know, okay, Ashley, you can get you one drink, maybe two drinks if you're out on a date with your husband or yeah. you're on vacation. So now I know that that no longer has power over me, that I'm no longer going to a drink because I'm hurt, because I'm stressed. Now it's more like, it's almost like a treat. Mm. When I chose to take certain sugars out of my food, I used to be, a, I used to be pre-diabetic. And I remember one time going to the doctor and the doctor saying to me, you know, hey, well, if you don't stop, you know, eating all this. And it wasn't that I was eating bad. I was just over overdoing it with coffee and sugars and all kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, you'll have to go on insulin. And I had to say to myself, Ashley, do you want to wait till the doctors tell you you on your last straw? I was passing out, not healthy to, to do this. Or are you going to change your mindset and make better decision on what you put in your body? And so the more I started doing fasting and prayer, God started revealing to me, hey, look how your body operates when you done took this out of your body. Now you're healthy. Now you now you got more sense a little bit. You ain't <laughs> you're not this. And I started realizing that's how I understood the principles of fasting, to be honest. It wasn't more of like, oh, the church say fast and religion. I understood the principles of it because God gave it to me like that. Mm -hmm. I started how my body operated and I started realizing, wow, Ashley, you got too much caffeine in your body. You need to, you know, even as a business owner, it's okay to take breaks and rest. Yeah. You know, sit up for hours and work. You're going to get the same results because you can't go be productive and do anything if you ain't, you ain't rested. Yes. Your body can't produce. 
even in my house life, I tell people all the time, before you want to do business, your house is your number one priority. If your household out of order, how you going to expect your business to be in order? If you a mama, your number one ministry assignment as a mama or a father as a parent in general is to raise those children, to lead them. Mm. A lot of things my kids was doing when I realized, again, revelation, God said, you, you getting upset with your kids arguing at each other, but look how you talking to your husband. Look how you arguing with him. Mm. So they're, they're a reflection of what, you, what you're modeling in front of them. So again, die into yourself. You got to kill the self. So when God give it, it hurt. Cause I'm not going to lie. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> but I realized no, Ashley. Yeah. But when I started making those transitions, I started seeing so much change Ooh. around me. That's how you, that's how you get to understanding that this pain point is truly, yeah, I went through this. But this is now my purpose. Now yes. I can share it with other people on, hey, sis, this is how you can truly heal. I always tell people, when you decide to say yes to yourself, that yes is going to cause a lot of pain. Because you're going to have to kill off so much stuff. Even in elevation, when they say next level, new levels, new devils, you know that quote they say? Mm-hmm. Not saying you really have devils coming against you, but you're going to be stretched to another capacity. And you got to ask yourself, am I ready to be stretched? That's all it is. Knowledge, wisdom, and discipline. That's it. That's it. God has given us the wisdom and the knowledge. We just have to apply it. And then after that comes the trials and tribulation. In trials and tribulations is test. The number one word of testimony is the test. So you got to mm. test. What is a test? Discipline. You have to be disciplined to go through the test. So that's all That's all that is going on in the world. It's not that people are bad. It's not that they choose to make that bad choices. It's just that we don't have someone holding us accountable to say, hey, yes. sis, hey, you're a little off. This ain't right. And we have to accept what people say. I, I like constructive criticism. You mm-hmm. can come to me today or tomorrow and say, hey, sis, I don't like how you deliver that. And you know what I do? I self-reflect and say, well, damn, how did I deliver that? Maybe I said something that I shouldn't. So mm-hmm. I take in what another person says. I don't shut it down and get defensive or nothing. Yeah. You know, now I'll explain my side. But we have to start looking at it from, we we just got to have two two sides. That's all. I feel like I'm over here listening to the, um What's that girl named Sarah J? Listen, girl, you is on no. fire. Well, I'm just answering the questions that it <laughs> leads me to answer. I am, I am like really. Just, I hope we're helping somebody in the audience. Man, really listen, if you ain't helping nobody, you show sure just help me out a lot. Honestly, like I, if you know, it's it's a thing where. Um, People can quote the same quote, but it's all about who's delivering and who's delivering the quote. And the way that you just delivering is like, boom, sis, go get up. You got this. Like, I love just your energy and your presence right now. Oh, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. Now, I do have one more question before we end today's 
amazing show. Uh, now, what advice do you have for a person who wants to keep their faith or who is trying to keep their faith while transitioning from ratchet brokenness to righteousness wholeness um I will say the number one keep staying with the number one source um being okay with um what gets moved out of your path I mm. think that messes up people faith walk is we don't want to lose people we don't want to be alone um you know, so I would just say staying grounded in um, staying grounded in the Father. Mm. And then um, mindset, you know, finding things that you love to do. So some of the things that I love to do that keep my mindset focused, I'm a journaler. So I write all my thoughts out. I write my pain. I write how I feel daily. If mm. I ain't like my day when I'm going to write it. Um, that's what my prayer journal has sections where it allows you to self-reflect on today. What do you want to talk to God about? You know, what is it that you feel? And then um, what I'm feeling, I take it back to the word. Um, I read Bible plans a lot. So um, we all have our phones on the Holy Bible app. I read based upon what I'm feeling. Mm. So that's some of the things that has helped me keep my faith. You know, so I read Bible plans on those things. When I wanted to learn how to be a better wife, I just found Bible plans on marriage. Yes. On how to be a CEO, Bible plans on finances, because I wanted to, you know, a lot of times we think we need a lot of self-help books and we do need those things yeah. to read, but a lot of it is found in the word. And so I just started reading Bible plans and it don't take long because I ain't no long reader, honey. I ain't no chapter book person. I'm a <laughs> to the point, you know, and, and but as I started reading, I write yeah. about what I'm reading and I, again, self-reflect on what I've read. So I put myself in the perimeter of what I'm reading. Um, I take walks. So I go find my time to walk. My bath time is my best time of the day. Yes. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> If I'm one of those people that will be in the tub for hours, hours, love it. And so I tone off, you know, so just those are the three things I will say in your faith walk is being okay with, you know, toning out things, figure out what's distracting you from your faith. If it's a person or people, then you might need to evaluate your circle and mm -hmm. move away from those people so that you can hear clearly. You know, a lot of us are distracted. Yes. We, we we have so much coming in. Um, set boundaries. I set boundaries with my social media platforms. Um, I don't I don't sit on it all day. I give myself 15 minutes of social media time a day. I set apps on my phone to where it blocks me from going into the apps, and I just stick. I with need it. that. Yeah, <laughs> on your iPhone you can set um, do not disturb, and on your apps if you're on it past the time that you set it it will close it it will close the app and at that point you know like oh i done been on this too long oh i love thank you for telling me that girl i need yeah that. you keep <laughs> and another thing if you keep hitting it to go back in it then that lets you know that okay this is having too much of my time and attention because i keep you know if you're a business owner set your content pre-register that stuff or make your post say i'm a like me i'll say i'm a post in the morning or in the evening i make my post i log off and that's it 
and then I may go back to certain people pages that I know because I want to support or I want to look at stuff yeah let you know what you feed yourself is what the results you're gonna get in life so I limit tv I don't watch tv to be honest you know um I spend a lot of my time in if I'm watching things I'm watching things that feed me positive yes you know things that are teaching me I'm always trying to learn you know, in business, I don't care how long I've been doing business. It's always something new I need to learn. Exactly. So webinars, things like that feed me. And things like that is what helps me grow. And I spend time with my kids. I set time away, you know, in my working day. My day starts, I get up at like 4 a.m. in the morning. I work, I, I have prayer. Then I go work out by 7 a.m. And I get my kids ready so I'm able to still be a mom, be a wife. Exactly. I put my kids to bed by a certain time so me and my husband can have our little alone time. Mm-hmm. You know, try to listen to my kids. So between certain hours of the day, I make that time for them. And I say, how's your day going? What you want to talk about? What you want to do? You know, and be in tune to that. That's the stuff that's going to give you peace. That's going to keep your faith because you're going to realize it's bigger than you. Ooh. My is bigger than me. It ain't about me. Yes. Ooh, it is. And bigger. that's when you'll find real peace. You'll see peace that you've never ever thought you can find. Ooh. Wow. You really you you really did that. You really did that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Ashley. Oh my gosh. Thank you so very much for joining me today to be discussing this amazing topic you are not your past i would also like to give yes ma'am i would also like to give a special thank you to my amazing healing tribe for joining us today i pray today's episode was informative and valuable to you all also be sure to give us your feedback share and subscribe and turn on your notifications so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes on any of your favorite podcast stations and or on my YouTube channel, Heal with Angelica Waters Podcast to help get the message out to those in need of healing. Also, if you are ready to start your healing journey, join me one-on-one in my 12-week intense healing yourself coaching program centered around you taking your power back and embracing the healing power that is already inside you. At the end of this program, you will have all the tools you need to heal yourself. Link is in the description to sign up as well as my new release uh, ebook, Heal Yourself. I will also leave information in the description for you all so you all can connect with my amazing guest, Ashley LaFlavor. Now, Ashley, before we end today's show, do you have any closing remarks for today's audience? All I can say is, is um, keep, keep pressing. You know, don't give up on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. And um, know that healing, my my main thing I leave with people is, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And so as long as you keep that in the back of your mind, you are not on nobody else's time, but God time. And give yourself grace because God is giving you grace. And eventually whatever is set aside for you is going to fall. It's going to catch up. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Ashley. And thank you all again for joining us. And we leave you guys as we came. Peace and blessings. Bye, y'all.